0: What's going on, y'all? I'm your host, Aaron Lloyd, and this, as always, is The Creation Grounds. Before I get into our next guest, I just want to encourage you to like, subscribe, share with your family, your friends, anybody who you think will be encouraged, inspired, uh, or be entertained by this podcast. Our next guest, Jessica Gianandri, is a martial artist and an artist who really loves the show Avatar The Last Airbender, and more specifically loves the character of Katara. Now, they're supposed to be recreating this, and she since put out a video campaigning for her dream role of Katara. This video has gone viral, and I saw the video. And after inviting her on the podcast and doing some research, I realized that some people really aren't happy about her even campaigning for the the role in the first place so on this episode we talk about that a little bit we talk about why some people aren't happy about her campaigning why some people disagree and and where where she stands has she grown a little bit does she understand where they're coming from uh she talks about her experience and journey with martial arts she talks about um just her top three shows and she even goes as far as to to um consider where where people who are upset with her are where they're coming from and what she wishes they knew that they might not know so enjoy this episode with jessica janandri getting after her dreams on episode 38 so i have jessica janandri with me how you doing jessica hi
1: thanks for having me erin i'm doing great
0: Absolutely. Let's, let's dive right in. So you have a heavy background in martial arts. How did you get initially interested in martial arts?
1: When I was 10 years old, my brother took karate while I did dance and rhythmic gymnastics at the time. And I would always just sit on the sidelines and watch him. But one time I sat on the floor and I saw that there was a new instructor. And he walked up to me and he asked me a question. He said, would you like to grab a chair? And I couldn't really hear him. I said, what? And he was like, would you like to grab a chair? And I, I got a little shy and nervous, and I didn't really know what he said. So I was like, okay, I'm going to assume he's telling me to get on the mat. So I just bowed in. I got onto the mat, and I was in this little uh, ballerina outfit and started punching and kicking. And he was like, okay. So ever since then, I've just been doing martial arts. I love it.
0: Awesome. What other hobbies do you have other, outside of uh, martial arts? Any other favorite hobbies? I
1: uh, Yeah, I love to make jewelry, and I love to dance. I love dances of all types, but my, my favorite is pole fitness and ballroom. Those are my top two.
0: Awesome. Those are world apart. Those are totally different Ball, uh, <laughs> <They> are. ballroom. <laughs> cool. But um, so what what is your favorite martial art? Because you, you have a, a wide range of um, things that you've studied. Do you have any favorites, and why is it your favorite?
1: my favorite for sure. Uh, it's a little bit of a fusion between Shaolin Kung Fu and Shotokan Karate for those who are familiar with the two. Uh, it's my favorite because I started with Kenpo Karate from the get-go and I really like it because of its free application and I can really feel like I'm defending myself well with my knowledge of Kenpo Karate. Uh, kenjutsu, the art of Sword fighting is high on the list, and She tu karate is also one of my favorites, but kempo karate is
0: top. <laughs> kempo, cool. Yeah. And you yeah. went overseas. Did you go overseas for your black belt for kempo, or was it something different? Was it a different... Um...
1: <clears throat> yeah, so it we went to the Shaolin Temple in China, and it was for kempo karate. Yeah, it was... We went there to perform... For the abbot and it was such a special thing because it was the first time outsider students could perform for the abbot in history wow. so I I'm just completely honored for the experience and uh, after that I trained um, or I tested for my black belt and so that's really special too where we were invited back to China uh, possibly another year obviously with coronavirus it's yeah. going to be very difficult to go very soon but I'm very excited for the next time I can perform and hopefully I can test for my second degree then.
0: Oh that's awesome. Um, wish you the best yeah. in that and good luck. I'm sure you'll Thank kill you. it. Thank uh, you. Yeah.
1: Oh and for those who want to see the performance I uh, we can look it up on YouTube. It's Shaolin Shaolin Temple, USSD, uh, your blended demo team, and they can watch the whole performance. There's a little part where I run into a tree after I perform.
0: All part, (laughs) all part of it. It, The tree was in the way. You got to take it out, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was in the way. (laughs) But yeah, no, it was was fun. So yeah, for those who want to watch, it's there.
0: Awesome. And uh, tell me about the day where you decided that you wanted to act.
1: I just always wanted to act. My, uh, my family friend Chloe and I used to make, make little at-home plays for our families. And uh, one day I was walking in the mall with my mom. And we saw this little, little booth for this acting school called Barbizon. Mm-hmm. And it's a little acting and modeling school for people who want to get started in the industry. They give you opportunities to find agents and managers and that's really how I got started at ten years old. So I've been doing both acting and karate for nine years now.
0: That's awesome. And uh, thanks. You have a, a TikTok video that's gone viral of you basically campaigning to play guitar and Avatar: The Last Airbender. Did you when you initially posted that? Did you think that it would get the traction that it did?
1: Anybody could have predicted the immensity of the traction, but I did have confidence that it would get big, but I didn't think 11.4 million views big. Uh, I hoped it would get 1 million, and of course, that's a huge accomplishment in and of itself, Uh, but I I hoped that this video could show off all the hard years all the years of hard work that I put in for an opportunity like this so I'm very thankful and glad that so many people acknowledge my hard work through this video
0: so absolutely so tell tell me a little bit about avatar I just started watching it this year for people who aren't familiar with avatar the last airbender what what is that about and what makes that show so special and live in the hearts of so many people
1: about a, a team of teenagers who need to refine their skills in martial arts to fight against the fascist ruler, Fire Lord Ozai, to save the four nations from total destruction. The avatar is the only one who has the ability to bend all four elements, uh, but the air nomads were completely wiped out by the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. All airbenders except uh, all Airbenders died except for Aang, the avatar, who Safe in a glacier for a hundred years, while the war proceeded to spread across the world. So it's it's a fictional world, but it is heavily influenced by Asian and Native culture. And I personally think it is incredibly unique due to its focus on martial arts as a way of life. And, and I've never seen an American cartoon pay such a, a beautiful homage to both martial arts and culture while also creating a unique environment of their own.
0: Beautiful. And, and what? what resonates with you specifically about Avatar The Last Airbender? I imagine it's martial arts and just something that resonates with you.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, What resonates with me is definitely what I think is, is so special about the show, their attention to martial arts and how they, they, people who practice martial arts,
0: they know that
1: it's not merely just dancing with punches and kicks. It's a way of, Being in life, we honor self-control, respect, sincerity, effort, and we hold a philosophy of knowing when physical action is needed for self-defense and when it is just brute force and so they really illuminate this in the dynamic between the Fire Nation and other nations and I love how the show's philosophy of seeing humanity um I love the show's philosophy of seeing humanity within their enemies almost especially in their enemies and it it taught me that there is an option to rise above hate by removing the power that they hold over us Uh, So to give in to hate is to turn to the very evil that was inflicted upon us. And I saw this within the characters Aang and Katara and Iroh especially.
0: Beautiful. So who is Katara and um, what do you love about her?
1: (laughs) Katara is a young girl from the Southern Water Tribe, uh, that And she's the last waterbender in her village. She lost her mother in the war. So due to her loss, she took on a nurturing mother role of her own to take care of herself and her older brother, Sokka. And she has this deep connection to family and tribe. And she learns to refine her waterbending skills on her travels. I, I really love her fiery spirit and her don't-take-no-for-an-answer attitude uh, or take no for yeah,
0: take
1: note yeah. for uh, She has firm beliefs, and she's dedicated to mastering her bending. And, and so I really can admire this and, and relate to her
0: on those. Beautiful. Yeah, it sounds like she's uh very tenacious. Uh, so bring me back to like the video when you when you started noticing it going viral. How did you feel? Exactly. Walk me through the post to when it started going viral, and how you <clears> felt about that.
1: I posted it and I I posted it later in the night. So when I I went to sleep and I woke up, I noticed immediately on my phone that it went viral. And so uh, I just had this feeling of total excitement. There's just overall excitement, a touch of fear, and a whole lot of gratitude. And so yeah, when I posted this video, it was just overall I was just Really
0: excited. <laughs> That's awesome. And and why why are some people upset about the about you campaigning for Qatar? And when did things shift so it went viral? People were celebrating it. What changed? And why are people upset?
1: <clears throat> so uh, some people are upset about my campaign because they feel it is an inappropriate for an Asian actress to audition for the role because her character was loosely inspired by Inuit culture, Hmm. and I'm meeting these to be specific. Uh, However, I have a different perspective on what representation would mean in Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, to me, the show has always been about the general homage to Asian and and native cultures. Uh, to me, it's never intending to highlight or clearly speak about specific cultures, but to beautifully encapsulate all of them in one fantasy show. Um. So many disagree with my belief in that I'm fit to audition, though the creators themselves have been considering Asian and Native people for auditions for the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether or not I'm actually truly fit for the role is up to casting, right? Uh, They ultimately know what they would want for their characters and who would be best fit for the show that they created, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's to me, it's just a a disagreement on what representation
0: would mean got it so do you, do you agree with them do they do they have a point people that disagree it's so, not it sounds like you have a pretty great grasp you love this character and you are just basically campaigning for your shot at it um i don't <clears throat> it, it seems like you're not really trying to cancel it from everybody else you're just really trying to campaign for yourself but do the people who disagree with you upon you now being aware of that do do you agree with them to some level or do they have a point after you became aware of that
1: right I agree that representation is so important, you know. Uh, my disagreements in uh, representation, what representation would mean, um, just means that, you know, I personally am advocating for for equal opportunity, right, between both Asian and, and Native uh, actors, or actresses, um, both, you know. Um, but... To break it down, for example, the Fire Nation was, based, was loosely based on Japanese culture, though because the show never intended on actually making the Fire Nation Japan, uh, I think it would be more than okay to have a Chinese person, Korean person, or any other Asian ethnicity who looks like the characters uh, play a part in the show. Likewise, with the Water Tribe, I think it's a a tad unrealistic to say only Inuits have the right to audition for the role, because that would also exclude other Native Americans. Oh, sorry, I just knocked something. Um, It would also exclude other Native Americans, like the Cherokee, Navajo, Mayan, etc., who would want to audition for the role, right? So... I'm just enforcing equal opportunity and I personally would love to see the creators find a, a talented Inuit actress, you know um, but yeah so I would I would disagree that only Inuits should be able to audition for the Water Tribe uh, because if, if I'm not fit for one role, they can always look at me for another what? Right. that's, that's kind of how acting works they, it, you audition for one role and they look at you for all of them, mm-hmm. so yeah
0: Okay, so, so walk me the response. There's some pushback. Walk me through your initial response on Snapchat and your emotions prior to posting um, and, and what that was about, the Snapchat response.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So there's many misunderstandings surrounding that Snapchat, like why it was posted and what the intentions were behind it. Uh, first off, I'd like to clear the misunderstanding that it was a clip from a live stream because... Um, I've seen that circulating and it's just not true. Uh, what I really want to clarify is, is that what made me angry in that snapshot to get me to respond in in a way like that was that I was banned from my own live stream for giving my own perspective. Mm. And, and so that really, really caused me to become angry. It wasn't really all the, all the criticism and, and whatnot, but it was the fact that I was being banned from my own platform. Um, but to me, uh, I I don't want to be spreading that type of hateful energy. You know, I I really don't think it, it was right for me to to come across that way and so angry. You know, I I think I think it was a learning opportunity to grow and and to really just you know learn that. I may, I may be banned from my platform, but that doesn't give me the right to be so angry. I can, I can learn self-control in that way.
0: Beautifully said. So it seems like you've grown a lot um, from this experience. W- what ways would you say that yeah. you've grown?
1: Um, yeah, I think I've, o- I've always kind of understood the, the concept of self-control with physical actions like with martial arts, but it's, this has really made me understand self-control in emotional ways, right? So, uh, not being consumed by hate, remaining positive and spirited in what I do. Um, yeah, that's really what, what this experience has taught me for sure.
0: And what do you wish people who seem to be attacking you or fundamentally just disagree with you? What do you desire? um, what what do you desire them to know about your desire to play the part that you wish they knew that they don't?
1: I, I really wish they knew that I don't hate them, you know, despite the fact that I responded in such a angry tone, you know, in my, in my Snapchat, um, that was, that was never also with the Snapchat, it was never intended for a public audience. So it was just me venting for my friends, Mm. um, so when I was speaking on that matter, it was not to attack them personally, but just to vent my frustrations. Um, so given that my true feelings about the matter is that I don't hate them, I wish we could come to a, a common ground on this matter and see that we just want the show to be great, you know, mm. and uh, understanding that we, we just want what's best for the show and, and coming to a common ground. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if that common ground, should casting decide to choose somebody else for Katara, would you be open to audition for other roles? Um, oh, obviously, absolutely. your top is Katara. Yeah. What would be your, your others, if if any? Uh,
1: top on the list would definitely be Suki. I would love to be Suki. She's uh, a part of the Kyoshi Warrior group, and I would love to play Suki or another Kyoshi Warrior, um, but whoever they would be fit for i would absolutely take on the role for
0: sure i love it and what three shows are you watching currently
1: oh my top three shows are outlander that one's amazing that's on netflix uh dead to me that one's on netflix too and i just finished star wars the clone wars so
0: okay yeah. cool beans And so if you had a billboard, maybe in Times Square, like a giant billboard that could be seen across the world and every eyeball would see it, uh, what would that billboard say?
1: To me, it would would say live life with authenticity and understand that not everybody's going to love you, but it's important to remain loving yourself. So yeah, that would be my little
0: quote. (laughs) Awesome. And I ask all my guests this. We'll wind it down a little bit. When you think of the word creative, who comes to your mind first and why?
1: You know, the, the first people that come into mind are Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas. I, I really do think they have a, a great bond. And the way they make music together as siblings, I think, is really quite special. Awesome. So Yeah, those two people.
0: Sure. Awesome. Jessica, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks
1: for
0: having me.